evening. Our top story tonight, the Arizona Cardinals are back. Kyler Murray is expected to return this week. James Conner could be returning. And these players, who would have thought the Arizona Cardinals may be the key to winning your fantasy championship? We've got that. We've got injuries across the NFL. Unfortunately, some bad ones just as Kyler Murray comes back from an ACL. Daniel Jones tears his ACL done for the season. We've got updates on Cam Akers, who suffered an Achilles injury. We have an update on Aaron Rodgers, who thinks he's coming back early from an Achilles injury. And more on player profiler today like i said we will start things off with the arizona cardinals the arizona cardinals will be getting kyler murray back kyler murray is expected to start this week if all goes well he has been activated from the injured reserve and it sounds like, unless there's a crazy setback, which we don't expect to happen, Kyler Murray is back. He will be making his first start against the Atlanta Falcons. And the Atlanta Falcons, three weeks in a row, we have seen a quarterback make their season debut against the Atlanta Falcons. This week, of course, it will be Kyler Murray. Last week, it was Jaron Hall. Jaron Hall looked all right for the Minnesota Vikings before he ended up going down. Josh Dobbs enters the game. You know what happened, but we'll get to that later. And we also saw Will Levis make his debut the week before for the Tennessee Titans, at least as a starter. So Will Levis, Jaron Hall, Kyler Murray, all make their first start of the season against the Atlanta Falcons. And Kyler Murray has some serious upside in fantasy football. Kyler Murray was legitimately good last year. People forget just how good Kyler Murray was as your starting quarterback in fantasy football. So last year, he was the quarterback seven behind Jalen Hurts, behind Patrick Mahomes, behind Josh Allen, behind Joe Burrow, Justin Fields, and Lamar Jackson. That's pretty good for a quarterback that very well could be sitting on your waiver wire right now. Of course, we've been telling you to pick him up for weeks. We've been updating you on this saga for weeks. But Kyler Murray could be back now. And in Dynasty? He could be very cheap, especially if he has a slow return against the Atlanta Falcons. Falcons are a good defense. Falcons against Kyler Murray in his return. Maybe he has a slow start and the price gets even cheaper, but Kyler Murray will continue to improve. He will get healthier and he's going to be producing some serious points in fantasy football. Remember last year, what we saw from Hollywood. Hollywood Brown with Kyler Murray averaged 18.3 fantasy points per game in PPR. He had three games in a row, week three, week four, and week five. Hollywood Brown scored over 20 fantasy points. Hollywood was balling when Kyler Murray was the starter. Wide receiver eight in points per game through from weeks one to 10. We're obviously not counting the game Kyler Murray got hurt, even though Hollywood had over 20 points in the game that Kyler Murray got hurt. But Hollywood Brown, wide receiver eight with Kyler Murray. That's pretty damn good. And then one of the players from weeks one to 10 that were ahead of Hollywood in terms of points per game were DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins was the wide receiver five in points per game, averaging 21.9 PPR points per game with Kyler Murray as his starting quarterback. Now, you may remember Hollywood got hurt when DeAndre Hopkins came back. So those two didn't play together 
with Kyler Murray under center. Unfortunately, we never saw that. But this shows us that Kyler Murray is not afraid to lock in on one guy. And that's going to lead to some spike weeks for Hollywood Brown, like we just saw last year. And depending on the matchup, we're going to see those spike weeks from Michael Wilson because Michael Wilson is their replacement as the outside X receiver to DeAndre Hopkins. Obviously, he's not DeAndre Hopkins yet, but Michael Wilson's still pretty damn good. He's going to have some spike weeks. Hollywood Brown's going to have some spike weeks. We're going to see some spike weeks as well for Trey McBride. We already saw him spike last week with Josh Dobbs as his quarterback. Not so good this week, but the week before, Trey McBride absolutely balls. And the offense is going to get even better because James Conner is set to return as well. James Conner coming off injured reserve. Never actually found out what his knee injury was. We assume it's an MCL and they placed him on injured reserve, but it looks like he's going to be back. And James Conner actually didn't fare great last year when Kyler Murray was his quarterback. 12.2 PP points per game. That was the RB24. Ended up finishing the year as the RB10 in points per game with 15.4 fantasy points per game. Obviously, some guys dropped off and we saw improvement in performance once Colt McCoy was under center for James Conner because they had to rely on him more heavily. But with Kyler Murray under center and running less, so Kyler Murray is still going to be a threat to run. Defenders are still going to have to respect it, which is going to open up wider rushing lanes for James Conner. But Kyler Murray's not going to be as inclined to rush it in on the goal line. We'll see him scramble a bit. We'll see a little bit of read option, I'm sure. Not a lot of it as he continues to get healthy off of this ACL. But the threat is there, which helps James Conner. And Kyler Murray isn't actually going to be vulturing him at the goal line. Instead, it's going to be James Conner. So his ceiling could go up this year in the four games that James Conner started and finished. We're not counting the game he got hurt. He had less than five fantasy points that game. But we're going to remove that, averaging 13.7 fantasy points per game when you remove the injury game. So... That was RB18, and that absolutely has room for growth with Kyler Murray slinging it. This offense is going to have the Cardinals in some games. Cardinals are going to go from bad to fun bad to bad again, like we just saw last week with Clayton Toon after they got rid of Josh Dobbs, to fun bad once again. They're probably not going to win a whole lot of games, but that is okay. The Cardinals being down is a good thing for fantasy football. Kyler Murray is back. And before we get to, unfortunately, the other ACL update in the NFL, this one not so good for Daniel Jones, we have a word from the pod, Father. This episode brought to you by Mojo. Mojo is that player stock market. We love Mojo because we like making lifetime bets on players. You run out the clock on these guys. Mojo just rolled out a brand new fantasy platform. That's right. So now you can build a portfolio of player props. Oh, Jamar Chase over 77.5. Oh, Kadarius Tony under 15.5. Whatever the under is on Kadarius Tony, doesn't matter. You can just stack up the props in your portfolio. And the beauty is, once the Sunday games kick off, it's not over. It's not over until it's over with Mojo because once those games kick off, you can then move in and out of positions. Let's say that you're well ahead of expectations. You can cash out. Let's say you're behind expectations. You're underwater. Well, you can double down. That's what makes Mojo so special, why they're different. Check it out. Go to the App Store. Get the Mojo app and use the promo code UNDERWORLD. The promo code UNDERWORLD 
gets you a 100% deposit match up to 100 bucks. So the promo code is Underworld, and they will match your deposit dollar for dollar. Go to Mojo, start building your portfolio, and then during the games, you can be a fantasy day trader. Now, I know many of you are looking for a secret weapon for your Dynasty League, and I have it. It's called the Dynasty Dominator app. You go to the App Store, go to Google Play. It's right there. It's $5 to download, and then every year it's $5 to load the next incoming class of rookies. You can add Superflex, add tight end premium. It's incredible because it allows you to look up players. It allows you to vote on whether a player is a buy, hold, or sell, and then see the market sentiment on that player. And you can compare their lifetime value rating from Player Profiler to their Dynasty ADP at the FFPC, all in the price lookup tool. And beyond that, we have a trade analyzer. So you'll never lose another Dynasty trade again. And in our settings, you can set, this is a win now team, this is a rebuilding team. And then we let you compare players. Look at their metrics side by side. Prospect metrics, NFL metrics. It's all there. It's five bucks in the app store. There's some add-ons for Superflex and to buy the upcoming rookie class. Every year, you're going to spend $5 on this thing. And it's going to be well worth it. So just to recap things here, Kyler Murray is going to be putting up fantasy points. He is an absolute buy. Maybe he's somehow still available if you haven't listened to us already to pick him up. Maybe Michael Wilson's still available. Maybe someone dropped Michael Wilson through his up and down season, especially with Michael Wilson missing this past game with a shoulder injury. But he is an absolute buy. He is going to see his fantasy points rise with Kyler Murray. He's going to have some spike weeks. Marquise Hollywood Brown is back. He's going to have some spike weeks. And James Conner going to have some spike weeks as well. Not looking like we're going to see any spike weeks for the New York Giants because Daniel Jones is done for the season. He tore his ACL and he is done and very well could be done with the New York Giants in general. And this is just so unfortunate because we never really truly got to see who Daniel Jones is. And I don't think Daniel Jones is a great NFL quarterback, but he could still be a starter. But he comes to the New York Giants with Dave Gettleman. He has no offensive line. He ends up with no pass catchers either. And it just has nothing. And then they finally, after get rid of Dave Gettleman, and last year they overachieved. They actually are able to protect Daniel Jones and simplify the offense and plays well enough to get very, 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 very paid. And it doesn't work out because now Daniel Jones, when he was finally set to have protection and weapons this year. Not really the greatest weapons. Darren Waller's wide receiver one just didn't work out. But Daniel Jones just has not been put in a position to succeed, and he's probably never going to. The New York Giants are going to get him back late next year. This is going to be very similar to Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray, I think, tore his ACL a little bit later than Daniel Jones if Oh, I just looked it up. Actually, Kyler Murray tore his ACL in week 12. So yeah, Daniel Jones tears it a little bit earlier. So he could come back a little bit earlier. We saw Joe Burrow tear his ACL right around this time as well. Carson Wentz missed one game tearing his ACL around this time. I I can't remember. I think Carson Wentz was a little bit later. Joe Burrow a little bit later as well. But Daniel Jones could be back to start the season. But... What if the Giants don't win another game? Because the Giants are bad. The Giants are bad, bad, bad. 
And Terod Taylor's not going to be starting for them. He's on injured reserve with his rib injury. So maybe he'll start in another three weeks for the New York Giants. So in the meantime, Tommy DeVito is the starting quarterback. Matt Barkley, who just signed to the practice squad last week to replace Terod Taylor, he's the backup. And then earlier today, the Giants signed Jacob Eason to be that third quarterback. I think he's on the practice squad. I can't remember. Yeah, he did sign to the practice squad. And he's QB3. Do you think Tommy DeVito or Matt Barkley or Jacob Eason are winning a game? Because I sure don't. I don't see that happening. And so the Giants very well could end up drafting Caleb Williams, could end up drafting Drake May when they don't win another game for the rest of the year. And at that point, if you've got one of those quarterbacks, Daniel Jones is just a very expensive backup because you're not sitting the rookie for Daniel Jones, who isn't healthy. Daniel Jones probably should miss the first game or two at minimum. I don't know. We'll have to follow up with physiotherapists. But Daniel Jones, not going to be fully healthy, not going to be participating throughout training camp, and this job's just going to be handed to someone else. So it sucks. At least Daniel Jones got paid. Shout out Daniel Jones and his agent for getting that bag, but looks like he's going to be on his way with the New York Giants before we ever really saw him with a true supporting cast. And that's just unfortunate for him. Money makes it worth it. Tommy DeVito expected to start this weekend. And if he does, that will be 10 rookie quarterbacks that have started this year. Obviously, Bryce Young did. CJ Stroud obviously did. And CJ Stroud, whoo, CJ Stroud is good. Anthony Richardson started. Will Levis has started. Aiden O'Connell has started. Dorian Thompson Robinson, Clayton Toon, Jaron Hall, and Tommy DeVito will be the second undrafted free agent. The first was obviously Tyson Bagent. So lots of rookies. This will be an NFL record. 10 rookies starting this season if the Giants do go with Tommy DeVito this week or any other week. Another season-ending injury, unfortunately, goes to Cam Akers. Cam Akers tears his left Achilles and is done for the year. You'll all remember Cam Akers in 2021 tore his Achilles. That was the right Achilles. And I don't know which is worse, honestly, re-tearing the same Achilles or tearing the other Achilles. So just my heart goes out to Cam Akers. Get well soon. Heal up. And hopefully you can come back to the NFL and return. I, I don't know what the odds are. We did see, was it, did Dante Foreman have multiple Achilles tears or was it just the one? I don't know. I should have done more research on the Achilles injuries of running backs in the pants. Maybe, past, maybe I'm thinking of Mikel LeSure tore his Achilles twice. I can't remember at this point. Not a great track record. Hope that Cam Akers can return, but in terms of dynasty, you just can't count on him at all at this point. And my heart goes out to Cam Akers. Justin Jefferson could return this week. The Vikings are working through the return. We're going to have an update on Wednesday. All we know so far is that it's gone well for Justin Jefferson. The recovery from the hamstring injury has gone well, and he's eligible to return. So will he be catching passes from Josh Dobbs. Josh Dobbs going to be starting week 10. Obviously, Jaron Hall in the concussion protocol. So even if he clears concussion protocol, not going to have a full week of practice. Going to be limited at best tomorrow if he practices at all. So Josh Dobbs going to be the starter for the Minnesota Vikings now and probably going to be the starter going forward. And just 
it's going to be an up and down season. Josh Dobbs is a gamer. Josh Dobbs is a gunslinger. He is a mobile quarterback. So that leads to fantasy points, as we all saw. For those who happened to start Josh Dobbs in two quarterback leagues, I know I saw a couple on Twitter that Josh Dobbs started and played very well because of the mobility, because of the DGAF, don't give an F attitude that Josh Dobbs has. So he's going to score some fantasy points, but he's also going to have some duds as well. Hopefully, starts to learn his teammates' names. He just learned the snap counts and the cadences on the sideline. Hadn't taken a snap from center Garrett Bradbury in practice that week. First did it on the sideline, and it worked out pretty well. So well done, Josh Dobbs. He's going to be stepping in for Kirk Cousins. We'll see when Jaron Hall comes back, whether it's this week, whether it's next week. If he gets another crack, probably depends on whether or not Josh Dobbs has a good season. We have some other bad news on the injury front. Dallas Goddard is going to be out multiple weeks. He broke his forearm. He underwent surgery either yesterday or today. They're hoping it was going to be Monday, but it wasn't confirmed. And so Dallas Goddard going to miss five, maybe six games. We're not completely sure. He is on injured reserve, so he's going to miss a minimum four games. Last year, he missed five games right around this time as well. Came back, returned for the playoff stretch just at the end of the season and played pretty well. Dallas Goddard, unfortunate that he is out. And while he's out, you can't really trust any of his backups. We've got Jack Stoll. We've got Grant Calcaterra. And we've got Albert Akui Boonham. Wouldn't it be nice if Albert O finally broke out for the Philadelphia Eagles? Do not hold your breath. Unfortunately, you're going to have to look elsewhere for tight end production. Jalen Hurts aggravates his knee injury. He is sore. We imagine it's an MCL. That is what everyone has assumed for a couple weeks now, that Jalen Hurts dealing with an MCL sprain and just playing through it. Aggravates it, but Jalen Hurts is going to be fine. He's going to play this week because he's Jalen Hurts. Jamar Chase, I'm a little bit more worried about. Jamar Chase has a back injury. Says it got worse as the game went on. And we're not worried long-term. For Jamar Chase, we all saw the fall that he took, went up, landed on his back, took a hard hit, and it just got worse as the game went on. Might skip a game. The way Jamar Chase talked when asked by the media, it sounded like he may end up missing this week, and he's just going to be as supportive of his teammates as he possibly can be. But there is a chance that he plays based on what we assume the injury is. It sounds like Jamar Chase could be out there maybe skips a week just to protect himself. We've heard Jamar Chase be very conservative with Joe Burrow's calf injury, said he didn't care if Joe Burrow played for multiple weeks just so he could be healthy. So we'll see if Jamar Chase follows his own advice, whether he ends up missing any time. Colts could be without Josh Downs. Josh Downs aggravated the knee injury. He picked it up on Thursday's practice, was limited Friday, played on Sunday, aggravates it, leaves this is not a new injury just made the old injury worse and now Colts have worked out Sammy Watkins well if they sign Sammy Watkins maybe that means Josh Downs gonna be down for at least a game or two hopefully he avoids injured reserve Josh Downs keep an eye out don't think we get him this week don't think we get Zay Jones this week because Zay Jones is still not practicing did not practice Monday can't believe they didn't put Zay Jones on injured reserve at this point would have saved us all the headache of moving him back to the active slot, back to injured reserve when he's inevitably declared out. But Zay Jones currently not practicing. Good news around the NFL in terms of injuries, though. Aaron Rodgers says that 
things are going well. Says he hopes to return in a few fortnights. Also told Derwin James that he's going to be a few weeks. Give me a few weeks was what Aaron Rodgers said on the field. Said he didn't realize he was going to be mic'd up. Also says it's not literally going to be a few weeks. Aaron Rodgers is going to take longer to return than that. I don't think Aaron Rodgers returns this season. I know he's pushing for it. I know he's trying to do it. But even Cam Akers missed just under six months. It was five months and 20-something days. Aaron Rodgers tore his Achilles in September, October, November, December. Returning in December is roughly three months for Aaron Rodgers. That's never been done. Never seen it before. Returning in January is four months. Very, very aggressive. And do we believe the Jets are even in the playoffs in January? I don't. Five months would be February. And that's the Super Bowl. And Jets aren't making the Super Bowl with or without Aaron Rodgers at this point. So I don't believe it. I don't think we're going to see Aaron Rodgers return this season. I know he loves the attention. I know he loves the limelight, loves the speculation but I just don't see it. I don't see Aaron Rodgers returning this season and I'm willing to be wrong, but the human body can only do so much. Biology is a thing. Even if you think you're a God like Aaron Rodgers. So don't expect to see him back this year. Jets don't expect to make a quarterback change. Say they haven't thought about it. Zach Wilson, still the starter. Trevor Simeon, still the backup could have signed a quarterback to compete with Zach Wilson a former second overall pick, in fact, could have signed Carson Wentz. But instead, Carson Wentz is headed to the Los Angeles Rams, expected to back up Matthew Stafford. But Matthew Stafford has a thumb injury as well. The hope is that he takes this week off with the bye and then returns in week 11. That is what the Rams are saying is going to happen. And I tend to believe them. I believe them that signing Carson Wentz is truly just as a backup. Maybe a backup plus because they're worried about Matthew Stafford re-injuring his thumb or another injury and they want to stay competitive even though they could have and should have probably tanked, should have gotten rid of Matthew Stafford, blown the whole thing up, but here we are. And I think the Rams believe Matthew Stafford will be back. I think they believe Carson Wentz will truly be the backup because they got rid of all their other backups. They cut Brett Rippon. No longer with the team. I imagine they'll bring him back to the practice squad as QB3. But Brett Rippon, after his poor performance this past week, he is out. Dresser Wynn was on the practice squad. He is released from the practice squad. So now it's just Matthew Stafford and Carson Wentz. Maybe, maybe Sean McVay signed Carson Wentz truly just to say, hey, go out there and win us some games, which you won't. And maybe that's his way of tanking. But I think the releases of the other backup quarterbacks means that Carson Wentz is a pure backup. Also, expect to have Kyron Williams back in short order. Expect to have him back in week 12 from his high ankle sprain. Sounds like Kyron Williams going to be good to go. That will be a boost for the Rams backfield as well. Royce Freeman, Daryl Williams, or Daryl Henderson, sorry. They've been fine. Daryl Henderson had the touchdown in week one. Don't actually know what they did this past week. I didn't look at the stats because I didn't care about the Rams game this week. I wasn't starting any Rams other than Cooper Cup, who I know disappointed me, but I wasn't starting a Rams running back with Brett Rippon under center. Speaking of running backs, David Montgomery is set to return this week for the Detroit Lions. He was back at practice earlier today. 
Sounds like he's going to return. Sounds like he's going to have his center, Frank, Frank Ragnow, back in front of him. His left guard, Jonah Jackson, back in front of him. Lions are getting healthy coming out of the bye, heading to Los Angeles to face the Chargers. And expect to see a healthy dose of David Montgomery, but this is going to be a new offense. This is not going to be the 25, 30 touches a game for David Montgomery with Jameer Gibbs mixing in for five, six, seven, eight touches. No, it sounds like this is going to be more of a committee. And it's still going to be David Montgomery as the lead back, but we're going to see closer to 10, 15 touches a game for Jameer Gibbs, probably 15 to 25 touches a game, depending on game strip for David Montgomery. So we're going to see fantasy points from both. Maybe the ceilings not going to be what we want from either, but it's going to be a mixed backfield for the Detroit Lions going forward. 49ers get good news. Debo Samuel's back at practice. He missed time with that shoulder injury. Looks like he's going to be good to go. Chase Young with the 49ers says that he wasn't told that he was traded. Instead, he found out through social media. Seems as though the commanders kind of were done with Chase Young immediately after he's traded. The rumors start swirling that he was immature, that he developed bad habits, that he undisciplined, that he would deviate from the game plan just to try to make splash plays. Someone's obviously releasing that within the Washington Commanders. The 49ers will look to correct the bad habits. And Chase Young, probably going to look really good. Opposite Nick Bosa, probably going to be terrifying for quarterbacks on the opposite side of the field. Packers got good news. Christian Watson was not diagnosed with a concussion in week nine, and there's no long-term concern for his chest or back injury. Not the season we've wanted from Christian Watson. The injuries haven't helped. Jordan Love hasn't helped. Poor Christian Watson next year is going to be a big year. He's going to be a post-hype sleeper next year. Probably not a true sleeper because at some point he's going to break out this season. Once again, he's going to have some spike weeks, but Christian Watson next year is going to be the year for Christian Watson. wonder who his quarterback is going to be. Also wonder who the Bears quarterback is going to be on Thursday night football. Justin Fields is limited once again, was limited on Friday, limited on Monday, limited on Tuesday as the thumb injury. He is now day to day. Previously, he was week to week, which meant no way. Justin Fields is playing this week. Now he's day to day, which I still think means Justin Fields is out this week. Remember, day to day means week to week which means he's probably not playing this week, especially on a short week, Thursday night football. But next week, I expect to see a return from Justin Fields. I do expect to see Khalil Herbert, though. Khalil Herbert designated to, to, to return from the injured reserve. He has practiced in full yesterday. Today, looks like we're going to see Khalil Herbert back on Thursday night football against the Carolina Panthers. Same with Equinemius St. Brown, the older brother of Monroe St. Brown, and Josh Blackwell off of injured reserve as well. Josh Blackwell, a defensive back corner for the Chicago Bears. Unfortunately, with the return of Khalil Herbert, Roshan Johnson's season is officially over. It was ended last week by Dante Foreman. We saw Roshan Johnson lead the Bears in snaps and touches. And then the next week, it goes all to Dante Foreman. Now Khalil Herbert's back. He's going to be the RB1. Hopefully Roshan's still the RB2, but the Bears' healthy dose to Dante Foreman scares me just a little bit. As for the Carolina Panthers, Chuba Hubbard outsnaps Miles Sanders 46 to 18. Chuba Hubbard is the bell cow for the Carolina Panthers. Goes for six targets, tied with Adam Thielen for the team lead. Adam Thielen has his worst game of the season, mind you, but six targets for Chuba Hubbard. Great news. Maybe returns to that on Thursday against the Bears because DJ Chark 
dealing with an elbow injury, doesn't practice on Monday. Brian Burns also looking like he's going to be out dealing with an elbow injury of his own and a concussion. So don't expect to see Brian Burns. Not sure if we'll see DJ Chark, but I do know that we will see Will Levis for the Tennessee Titans now and for the rest of the season. Ryan Tannehill, still not healthy, still dealing with a high ankle sprain, but even when Ryan Tannehill returns, this is Will Levis's team. That was announced by the head coach, Mike Vrabel, earlier today. Will Levis going to be the starter going forward. Ryan Tannehill, a free agent after the season. I imagine the Titans would have traded Tannehill if a team came calling, but obviously the injury meant no team's going to call the trade for a quarterback when we don't know when he's going to play. But now Will Levis is the starter in the AFC South, an AFC South that is young. It's Will Levis, it's Anthony Richardson, it's Trevor Lawrence, and it's C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud, 41.8 fantasy points this week, the most by a rookie since at least 2011. He had the highest passer rating ever by a rookie, the youngest player ever to throw for 450 yards, and the sixth player in NFL history to have 450 yards, five TDs without an interception. C.J. Stroud is the real deal. C.J. Stroud is amazing. He is just, words can't describe how good C.J. Stroud has been this season. He's the real deal. He has arrived, but you know, if the Falcons somehow ended up with C.J. Stroud, they'd be running the ball 30 times a game, asking him to pass 50 times a game, because that's just what Arthur Smith does. Maybe the Falcons get better now that Arthur Smith has stopped ripping me off and shaved the mustache. I obviously pull it off better than Arthur Smith. Shaves the mustache, starting Taylor Heineke once again this week. Bijan Robinson, though, continues to be misused, mishandled, a sub-50% rush share in four of the last five games. And when asked about it, when asked why, Arthur Smith says, well, Bijan Robinson off the ball is opening up some other things. Oh, Arthur Smith's going to get fired at some point just like the Raiders fired Josh McDaniels. You saw the scars in the locker room. This is a happy team. This is an excited team. This is a team that believes in itself. Once again, Devontae Adams telling people, just watch. It's going to get better. Just getting rid of Josh McDaniels is going to make things better for the Las Vegas Raiders. And we'll see where Josh McDaniels ends up. I don't think it's going to be with the New England Patriots, though. And we've heard rumors for months now that the Patriots could be moving on from Bill Belichick. And then the contract extension leak comes out, even though the extension was signed in the offseason. But if the Patriots lose this weekend, this Sunday, this Sunday morning to the Indianapolis Colts, if the Patriots lose, by all accounts, Bill Belichick may be staying in Germany. Gerard Mayo may be the new head coach of the New England Patriots next week. Team's got a buy after going to Germany. And the Belichick era could be over in less than a week. Hey, I want to take a moment to thank you for tuning in. It's important to me that all of our media be free. This is only possible because of you allowing a true independent sports media enterprise to thrive unlike any other in the business. So please subscribe to the All In Package to continue to make all this possible to ensure that all of our stats, information, data, content is available to you, especially you, the people that get the site and get the show.